Welcome back, everybody, to the Courtside in the ACC podcast. My name is Will Gentile. I'm joined here by my co-host, Creston Parker. And, Creston, what do you, you think about the past week in the ACC? There was a lot of basketball on Tuesday and Wednesday, and if you didn't like it, then turn off the podcast right now because we don't want to talk to you. We don't want you to listen to this because we're excited. Basketball's back. ACC, three teams let us down, but it's okay. We still got 12 teams fighting for that undefeated season. Absolutely. But it's you basketball's know, back. That's all little, that matters. A little 2013-2014 Kentucky yep. undefeated season. Yeah. It's like nah, this is ACC, uh, but we did have some we did have some good triangle basketball here in the hoop state. Um, Wake Forest, we can kind of claim you. Not we won't really talk about you in our. Bro, please hold. All right, please hold. We're good now. We're on mute. Awkward, dude. Yeah. Hey, you know that's. I mean, if ESPN's listening, that's the one thing I really can't stand about ESPN. CBS and Fox, just mute the audio. Like we'll watch your video if we yeah, want yeah. to, but mute the audio. Anyways, as we as we we're saying, yep. little triangle basketball action. We can uh, we, well we can pick your poison. Who do we want to start with this week, Creston? Let's start with the team that looked as much as I hate to say it, the team that looked the, the team best. that looked the best, <sighs> and it's it, it's undisputed. It was the yeah. Duke Blue Devils. Those boys look good. Those yes. freshmen. Look good. The their upperclassmen look good. Everything about them really. They're they're just. Uh, you're right. Every every aspect of the team looked good. Uh, the freshmen, the big boys down low, um, protecting the paint, and then, yeah, Wendell Moore played really well. Um, what you what you see out of Duke? I mean, we we know that they're going to come to play. Um, they they look good. Um, ben Ben Caro, he shot his free throws really well, um, which he got fouled a lot. I mean, dude was just active. Um, was really active. Looked good on the elbow. I mean, he just looked yeah. so confident. Anytime he had the ball, he looked like an NBA player. It, the elbow shot and like the mid range jumper. I hate to say this, but it sort of reminded me of Kevin Durant. No, yeah, because his height, and yeah. then he just elevates over whoever's defending him and hits that mid-range jumper. He looked like a he looked like a, a a true stretch four. Yeah, like bread and butter in the NBA. He he looked like an NBA player, um, and I don't think anybody expected anything less. I think Trevor Keels, his name's twenty-five points, so he he was yeah. a leading scorer, and I I really wasn't expecting anything. Yeah, well, I didn't. He kind of came out under the radar, in my opinion. He was obviously like he's not he's not that number one name like Ben Caro, uh, but I mean he blew by every, no one could stay in front of him and we're not talking about Bucknell yeah or Loyola yeah and they're playing Kentucky they're playing some of the best athletes in the country yeah nobody could stay in front of him I mean and, and Wendell Moore no one was staying in front of Duke and that's something that for me that's why I'm like all right they have to be the favorite yeah um one thing. Like one thing I wanted to point out, like like you said, Ben Caro is the money maker. He's the guy. He's gonna put headlines. He's gonna get them on ESPN, like blockbuster thing that they do. But just after watching them play Kentucky, Trevor Keels looks like he'll decide how far this team goes. Yeah, and I mean, when you talk about the tournament, like when we're talking about the true tournament in March, it's all about guard play. Yep. And Keels will, you know, it depends how fast he wants to grow up. 
because um, Wendell Moore looked good as a three. Yeah. Van Carroll looked good as a four. <clears throat> Moore or uh, Keels looks good as their as their point. I mean, they Mark have, Williams was blocking shots. Their team their team looks complete. Um, but they, they only played eight guys. The downside is their three point shooting. They didn't shoot it well. Yes. Joey Baker didn't play a lot, and I don't think we expect him to play a ton. Um, but I've always thought that I would I would have always loved to see K work him in a little bit more. Um, K knows what he's doing. He looked really happy after the game, which I just don't usually see, and it like was uncomfortable to watch. But he looked really happy. Yeah. Um, which I think is just only gonna like that can only fuel his his freshman to play better. Yeah. Um. So, I think Duke has definitely got to be the favorite after one game. There's yeah. a lot more to come, but they played Kentucky. They played well. They're definitely the favorite right now. Um, we could stay in the triangle, though. We could talk about the second-best team in the triangle, undoubtedly, which is the Tar Heels. Oh, yeah. Um, Hubert Davis, first win. Hubert Davis, Cla- first win. Clap it up. I'm so proud Good of him. Good job, Coach Davis. So happy. Man, he he's sort of like uh, – I watched his post-game press conference, sort of like K after the game. He just looked happy. No. Oh, and, my gosh. He looks so ha- – and you hear him in the locker room before the game. Yep. He's like – what what did he say before the game? I was just watching this um in their in their reel that they just posted. They posted a reel today. Yeah, they posted and and shout out to a video guy over at UNC basketball. You're killing the game. The ginger guy with the beard. I see you at the so games. If you ever need you help, gr- you grind out. Yeah, I've DM'd you like three times. Just you know, hit me up. I will yeah. I will give you free labor. Okay. Um, so he said he's not just having fun. Time flies when you're having fun, but he's having a ball, and the boys are balling. Um, I'll just start out because I am a shooter myself, and so most important stat in my opinion, not only is forced turnovers, but his three-point percentage. Yeah. Eight for 21. It's pretty good. That I like it. Carolina shot three, a three-point shot 21 times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's that's great. And I, I think I, I like the pace of play. Caleb Love looked awesome. Fanta- um, fantastic. And RJ looked really good, too. Yeah, they had they both had zero turnovers in the first half, and then – Caleb took that over to the second half. And I think this might, based on what we saw uh, Tuesday night, this could be a Caleb Love breakout season, which you called in the first episode. Yeah, I that's mean, what, I mean, it has to and be. And, like, the guard play, like we we keep saying, it, but it's 100% true, guard play in March is what gets you through the tournament. And Caleb Love looks like a guard who could carry his team to the Final Four. And Baycott, Baycott was struggling a little bit. Um, and I think that, I mean, he – so him and Caleb Love are just – they're both going to have monkeys on their back. I think yeah. Caleb kind of got a little one-off this week. But just because, you know, Caleb, he didn't he didn't end up declaring for the draft. Um, or he didn't end up declaring – he didn't go through the process. Right. But Baycott did. And then yeah. Baycott declared to come back. And I think when players do that right now, I love the, the rule. I love the ability for them to do that. But I think that does add pressure to them because – they're working on very specific things that NBA scouts have mentioned. For yeah. example, one of the shots he did hit was a baseline jumper, which is something we don't see from him a lot. Yeah. But for me, it reminded me a little bit of Kennedy Meeks before Kennedy Meeks' senior year. Yeah. Um, so I thought he looked a little bit more like Kennedy. Um, obviously, he moves a lot differently. Um, I, I liked I liked Brady Manick. Yeah, I thought the transfers were great. 20 points, five rebounds. And I one thing I liked about him was he came in to uh, Carolina from Oklahoma. I, everybody knew him as a three-point shooter. And he played a lot of – he played everywhere. He played inside, out. He played with his back to the basket. He played straight up 
going at a guy one-on-one. And that's what Carolina needs. They haven't had that. Think about when's the last time they had a big man that could shoot. I mean, Luke May, but Luke May didn't really come out until his yeah, junior year. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't – yeah. Um, Justin McCoy got good minutes. Um, and already off the bat, we're just – things are just different than they were with Roy, yeah. which is what we would have expected. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed not so much kind of – Golly. Hey, shout out to Pole. This is what we're talking about here. Um, yeah, I, I really like I really like the pace of uh, of substitutions. Yeah, that's something that I never understood with Roy was how he did his subs. Um, but I thought I really enjoyed. I thought I thought Hubert did a great job. Yeah. Um. One thing I'm think I'm gonna grow to like about Hubert right now. It's hard for me to like it, but we don't know who's starting from game to game. No. Like. Apparently, he's big on whoever plays the best defense during practice that week is mm-hmm. going to start. And, like, it was in the exhibition game, I'm pretty sure, Kerwin and uh, Dawson Garcia started. And then in this game, we got Leakey and Brady Manic. And so, it's going to take some getting used to, but... Leakey, Leakey has had a very quiet game. Yeah. How many points do you have? Two. Two points. Two points, 21 minutes. So Kerwin ended up playing more time than him. I'm curious if he got hurt. Did he? Leaky? Yeah. I don't think so. I think. I'm mean, curious if he cramped up or something. Yeah. Because yeah. the rest of the starters played significantly more minutes than him. Um, yeah. And, I, I'm not I'm not sure. And I mean, Garcia and Walton both off the bench played more than the guys, just about as much as the guys that started over them in comparison to the scrimmage. Um so, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, the team's loaded. Like, Dontre Styles didn't even barely play at all. And, I mean, yes, he's a freshman, but I think he's really, really good. Yeah. Um, He'll get there. And he can jump. Exactly. He can jump like crazy. Exactly. He's athletic. So, once yeah. he can figure out how to play defense in college, um, I think he could be a great addition um, for the Heels. And then we'll move on to the, the Raleigh team, um, which was a, sh- it was a shaky game. We were talking about earlier, Bucknell is a team you can come you can, you can can come to see in the tournament when you're filling out your brackets. Um, Bucknell is one of those. You might see him on a 16. You might see him on a 14. Yeah. Um, but anywhere you see him in the tournament, you're scared if your team has to play him. Yeah, they're they're a decent team. And so State uh, didn't play the best game in the world, didn't play the worst game in the world. Uh, you want to talk about some some of the big, big blows? Big, big news out of this game is definitely Manny Bates. Yeah, I don't see a way he returns this year. He went down 50 seconds into the – I was actually at this game – 50 seconds into the game, he goes for a ball out of bounds, and he's, like, one row into the stands, and he's just holding his shoulder. And he, like, he tries had, to step also, over the seat to get back on the court. He had shoulder surgery yeah. in high school. Yeah. Tries to get back on the court, like, stepping – literally, craziest thing I've ever seen, straddling a seat. He's, like, one foot on the court, one foot in the row, the second row, like, and he's just holding his shoulder, looks over at Keats, and he just takes off to the locker room. Yeah. It was a big gasp for everyone that was at that game. And it was, you could just tell, like, people sort of just talking very quietly, like, oh, my God, is Manny okay? And turns out, according to, I think I saw Joe Giglio or whatever yep. from 999, he was like, there's not a lot of optimism and that he could be out for the season. And yeah, I think, I think that's the consensus. And I think a lot of 
him being out for the season is going to be him thinking about his future. Like I 100% think that Manny Bates is, he's got heart. He wants to compete, but at the same time, you have to think about your future at this level when you're at the college level. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, where what do you what do you mean by that? Because I mean, I hear you say that, and, and traditionally, I think okay, you're talking about someone who should go to the NBA, but I don't think he I don't think he can play in the NBA. Yeah. I don't think he could just get, get well, drafted I, or signed. Yeah, I don't think he gets drafted or signed. Manny, prove us wrong, 100. percent But when I when I think about someone. With Manny Bates' skill set, I mean, he can play back to the basket, and the NBA is not a back to the basket no. game. But I mean, ha- you can have fun in Australia. Yeah, but going overseas and making money for your family is still. Yeah, it's not a bad option. Yeah, it's not a bad option, and it's still the next level. Whether you whether yeah, you want to call it the next level or it's not, still continuing to play yeah. the game in love. And so I just think that he's he's going to keep that in mind as he comes back from this injury, and if State happens to be a 22 team uh, win team and is in the NCAA tournament. I don't see that happening per se. Looking at what think, they have with can, this roster, I don't now. think we find 20 wins. Yeah, but if they happen to do that, I don't think we found 20 wins in years. I I can't remember. But also, we're Carolina fans, so we're yeah. like 20 wins is not even a great season. Yeah, but if State finds those 20 wins, gets to the tournament, Let's say they find 16. May, they gotta get to the tournament. I don't know if you can get to the tournament with sixteen. Oh yeah, you can get to the maybe tournament eighteen. With you can get in the tournament with like ten wins. Okay. Anyways, they get in the tournament. I see Manny Bates coming back, but other if it's just one of those seasons. For no, State, they don't. If they don't see the tournament, he's not back. Yeah. Um, whether he's transferring, whether well, he, I wonder if he has. I wonder if he could get an, another year of eligibility. He thought about transferring in the offseason, didn't he? Yeah. He wanted to, and he came back. Um, that's a story for maybe maybe we'll have Manny on the podcast to tell maybe. more about that. I yeah. I have a little bit of I have a, I have some insider information there, but I don't necessarily want to spill um, what's not mine to say. So yeah. I'll just keep that in my back pocket. Um, but tell me about a positive that came out of this game. Baby T confirmed, yes. and he said it on Instagram yeah. yesterday. Look, people said he was too. It skinny. It doesn't matter if he's too skinny. Yeah, the dude can flat out. Who he can put the ball in the basket. Yeah, that's what I was saying all off season. I was like, you, I, I, and and I don't know if NC State's a tournament team or not, but they will go as far as Baby T carries them. And yeah. I, I, Jericho Helms, great. Casey Marcel looked awesome. Uh, Thomas Allen, dude, I'm still trying to see what you did. Like literally, when he played for Gardner against Millbrook, he murdered us. What he destroyed he didn't, us. He didn't play. No, what, what he was suspended. Oh, okay, okay. I have. Yeah, okay. he's suspended. Yeah. Some happened in the offseason. Um, when he played for Gardner High School against yeah. Millbrook in the 2016 NCHSAA playoffs in the fourth round at Gar- uh, at Gardner, last game at Gardner Stadium, he destroyed us. Yeah. And I've never seen him play at that level ever since. But I've always had hopes. He went to Nebraska, transfers to State, didn't play a lot last year. He was so good for Gardner when he was 18 years old, 17 years old. Yeah. I don't know where he went, and I hope that we can find that because – that type of guard play is great. Yeah. Cam Hayes looks awesome. Casey Marcel looks great. Shout out Casey. Can't wait to have you on the pod. But Baby T is what I'm, I've am i been talking about. He's a Devin Daniels plus DB Sebron plus Torin Dorn. Like he's athletic. Yeah. I don't care if he's skinny because he can still go. Just like Shaquille Moore last year. Shaquille Moore's undersized, but the dude can bounce. Hoop State guys, we just have bouncy legs, yeah. okay? We got bunnies. And he can score. People are like, oh, he's a streaky, inconsistent shooter. Look. Shoot or shoot. 
If you're not shooting, how's the ball going to yeah. go in the net? He shot he shot the ball 17 times and not one being at the game not once did I see him take a shot that I was like, "Oh, why was he shooting no. that?" It's and like every shot he takes, I'm like, "Oh, that's going in." And especially this is the last thing we'll we'll say before we talk about some of the other teams. Case uh okay. Keats said it in his post-game conference. Terquavion's a bucket, and Terquavion's going to put the ball in the bucket. Like, yeah. Okay, uh, Keats had no doubts about Terquavion. Yeah. And it seems to me like maybe T's got a green light from Keats to score the ball, and they need that. Um, but we are running a little long right here, so we'll go ahead and we'll start getting into some of the other games. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'll just, just pick one. We don't we don't have to go I'll into every one. team. I'll pick one. Uh you know what I, I liked uh I liked Clemson a little bit. I mean they were a good team last year. Yeah. Battled injuries. Um it was a really good coach. Alamir Dawes. They were all right. First thing about Clemson is that they started out very weak. They were down. I'm pretty sure they were down at half. Let's find that out for sure. But um Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to find that. Who were they playing? Who's Clemson playing? Yeah, they know. were down. They were down eight at half, and Alamir Dawes led the comeback. He finished with a solid twenty-one, and they're down eleven at half. They were they were down eleven at one point, but at halftime they were down eight. Man, whatever, bro. <laughs> you do you do the math? Thirty-two minus twenty-four is eleven. Double check me. Just kidding. They they played well in the second half. Yeah. They played well in the second half. Alamir Dawes led the comeback. And P.J. Hall and Hunter Tyson, two guys that I knew about Hunter Tyson, but I never really heard about P.J. Dawes, but they were rebounding the ball. I mean, they had eight rebounds for P.J. Hall and seven rebounds for um, Tyson. But my main concern with Clemson is the free throw percentage. 14 to 25, 56% from free throw line. It's not great. No, it's not good. But the fact that they were getting fouled that many times and shooting that many free throws is a good sign. Um, but you got to dial it in on free throws. Who you got? Give me a uh, team. I'll start with Boston College. I was hating on you guys in the first podcast. Um, and for those of you who are listening to our first podcast, yes, I misspoke. Uh, for some reason, I said that we, as we being NC State football, lost to Boston College. But no, we lost to Miami. So sorry, Boston College, for hating on you. Doesn't change the fact that I think it'll probably still be the last in ACC. But maybe not. Might be UVA. Um, who knows? Hot take. But shout out to Earl Grant, um, new head coach over at Boston College, his first one of the season, uh, first one of his career. Dude, my computer fan is going nuts. Um, yeah, so shout out to Earl Grant. That's about all I got for them. Great. Good for you. Uh, but I'll talk about a, another team that I think you picked to win it all, to win the ACC. Who was your? Was Florida State your pick? Florida State was my dark horse because everyone's picking Duke, and so like, I, I could see Florida State winning it, and you're about yeah. to tell me why. Because uh, they play really, really good defense. 26 forced turnovers. Um, they had four guys in double figures. It just looks like a team that they that Hamilton's had. It looks Hamilton like his team. team. Multiple guys in double figures. Yeah. Multiple guys over 15. Forcing turnovers. Getting lots, and that's what I. That's what I'm. That's my. That's my style of basketball. Forced turnovers, more possessions. How are you going to win? Score the ball. How do you score the ball? You have to have the ball. More possessions win. Yeah. Period. Um, but yeah, Florida State looks like probably the favorite, and who doesn't look like the favorite? Um, just kidding. It's one game, and we know not to overreact. Here's my note on UVA. Got to find a score. Yeah. Somebody's got to score for that team because they played good defense. They played UVA basketball. You have to be able to score. Yeah. Um, 
the transfer from ECU, Gardner. Is that his last name? Yeah, Jaden Gardner. He, I, I can't. I don't know what his stat line was. Like, I'm pretty sure he had 18, but can, he was the only probably, one that scored. We, also, we could probably get him on the podcast. Dude's a stud. Um, I mean, 66 points. That's the best defense I've seen Virginia play. But if you shoot more than 50% from three, good luck beating a team, right? Yeah. Like, they shot 52% from three. Um, yeah, that's about all I got for Navy. But uh, Virginia didn't look bad. They just didn't score. Shedrick, another local guy over from – he didn't play at Holly Springs, did he? McCorkle played at – yeah, Carson Carson didn't play a lot, um, which I love to see him start playing. Shout out Carson McCorkle. We can definitely get him on the podcast. Uh, but when you – yeah, Caden Shedrick played at Holly Springs. That's what I thought. Shout out Holly Springs. Um, you look at it, they just didn't have a lot of guys to play. Like, no, I mean, yeah. look at that. They had two guys play 38 minutes. Those are NBA numbers. Yeah. Reminder, NBA games are 48 minutes. Yeah. College is only 40. Like – they're playing the whole game. That's not going to work. And when you look at their their shooting, they just didn't shoot the ball well. Um, yeah. They shot the ball, ball better than Duke did from three. Um, that's not really saying much. Jaden Garner did what Jaden Garner does best. Do you know what that is? I don't know. Tell me. For those of you who know the Hoop State well, like I do, dude can score and he can rebound. And guess what he did? He scored and he rebounded the basketball. Double-double. And he will. He is a double-double machine. He will continue to do that. Honestly, this is a weird take because he doesn't play the best defense, doesn't play the worst defense. He's a strong defender. Yeah. Undersized for his position. He's a four. Undersized. He doesn't shoot the three well enough to be a three. His his defense will determine how good Virginia is because Kihei Clark will show up. Shedrick will, will find his way. He had a cold game for what I'm used to seeing from him. But UVA's got to find some bench depth. Yeah. Who who's gonna score the score the ball? Looking at their box score, it's gonna I be see, Jay, it's I gonna see, be Jane Gardner. I see two guys with double figures, and that's it. It's gonna be Jane Gardner. Jane Gardner will score the ball for him. Um, but hey, maybe it's time to just give the keys to McCorkle a little bit more. You brought him here. Why'd you give him an offer? Let's exactly. see. Give him more than a minute. Is he still coming off the injury? Technically, yeah. I mean, he's been injured for a long but, time, but he's an athletic guy. Yeah. Him and Cam Hayes both played over at Greensboro Day beside each other. Yep. They're bees. I mean, Cam Hayes is rocking it over at NC State. Yeah. And people in high school may have arguably said McCorkle's better than Cam Hayes. Let's see it. Um, Tony Bennett knows what he's doing, but that team is thin. I'm not worried about Virginia in the fact that they're going to be Virginia. They're going to they're play worried defense. About them, not worried about them, but worried about them. Yeah. That's the best way to play. I'm worried about Virginia in the fact that you can play solid defense, but you're still going to have to score. They they got to find someone to score. Yeah. And, and they will. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Let me tell you someone else. Yeah, another why, team why in the you, ACC. Why don't you share somebody with me? Not struggling to score, but struggling to score from different parts of the game. Pittsburgh. They shot two of seventeen from three. Eleven percent, which is kind of ironic because Pittsburgh tends to be a pretty good team. Yeah, uh, pretty consistent team. I think one question I have out of this game is who's going to pick up the slack that Justin Champagny left? Like, not the slack, but like who's going to pick up where he left off? And I think that's I think that's the right question. And, because it had two guys that combined combined for forty seven points, and the rest of the team had sixteen. Yeah. And yeah, it's sort of the same thing we just talked about with Virginia. Like, who's going to score the ball? You can't have two guys that are going to score the ball. You got to have a balanced attack where, like, 
Carolina, you can't be playing Carolina that night, and they're just going to lock down those two guys, and then all of a sudden you're going to score under 50 points in a basketball game. And right now, based on what I'm seeing from these stats from Pitt, it's not good. And then they also shot less than 50% from the free throw line, which is not winning basketball. I mean, you got to make threes, you got to hit free throws, especially in today's game. I mean, twos are good, but threes are better. <laughs> yeah, I'll finish up. For, for the games that I was responsible for this week. Um, Syracuse, we don't really need to talk too much about them. And again, remember, we're one game into the season with all these teams. Syracuse looks like what we expected. Buddy and Joey shot the ball well. Yeah. That's what we're going to expect from Syracuse. We're going to expect a 2-3 zone, and we're going to expect them to spread it out and shoot the three, and they did that well. Um, and then for Louisville, I think they're, they could not like a dark horse to win it, but a dark horse for a, th- for a top three finish. Louisville is athletic. They're long. They kind of, I think they're a team that honestly could cause Florida State trouble because they're built to take Florida State um, defensively because they'll, they'll, they'll speed up the pace with Florida State. But we need to see, I think as, as, the, as the next few weeks continue to go and we get to see some preseason tournaments, we need to start seeing tendencies. We need to see, all right, who's starting for what teams? What are our rotations like? And that's what we're going to learn um, and that's what we're moving towards. Um, do you want to talk about some of the games that we got coming up? Yeah. Or do you well, want to talk? Well, let me let me hit two two like these last two teams just yeah. real quick. Georgia Tech, we talked about in the first episode. They lost to Miami, Ohio, which is not good, but it's literally just Michael Devoe. He was my that's it, and he had twenty six points, and he's the only one on the whole team to hit a three pointer. Yeah. Yeah. You got to hit Problem. threes. It's the same thing. Uh, who's going to help him out is my real question. And then uh, shout-out Carter Witt. Shout-out Carter Witt. Carter, we shout you out. Jake the Snake. Back-to-back podcast. Come on. Come on the podcast. Come down to the dungeon. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, hey, hey, we'll get, we'll get come him on. on. We'll get him on. Uh, but 919 is representing, like he said, what we do in the 919 is we rebound and we shoot the ball. And um, he led the team in rebounds. What was his assist number? He had seven rebounds, six assists, or like six and five, or something like that. He's like he's like a lesser Lamelo. Ball, and he didn't start. That's all I'm saying. He didn't start. No, he didn't start. Um, but once he gets the keys, it just take. Look, and that's what I'm talking about, and that's where I'm at with this podcast. That is my theme for this podcast: is tendencies. Let's find out who's starting, who's sitting. Yeah. Let's get our rotations down. Let's get into some tournaments. Let's play some tough games. Let's not just play these. Like, I love non-conference basketball. But we're here for ACC, and, and we're ready. I'm already ready to see ACC matchups yeah. because they're just more fun. They are. It's more fun to see these teams playing each other and not playing Bucknell. Yeah. Um. Quick question. I Answer. just want to – how long do you think the Bayhams have been playing the 2-3 zone? Oh, their entire life. You, that's since, what I was thinking. Since before they yeah. were born. Any any team that plays Syracuse is basically screwed because – Yeah, do you know, what's, you know what's tough about that for teams that have to play them? They're going to be able to jump every single pass. Yeah. Because they know where the ball's going, second nature. It's not like, oh, yeah, 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 we looked athletic in high school, so Coach Beheim signed us to fit into his 2 3 No, no, no. These aren't, I mean, they're not even the most athletic kids in the world. But yeah. they're smart. They have high IQ. They played this defense for a long time. And their dad is a firm believer in the 2 3 zone. And so that just makes me think Lives like, and dies by they it. grew up all 22 years of their lives oh, just in, sitting in the zone. And so I, that's a question that popped in my mind. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I love the two, three zone. Yeah. But I, I, love, I love to full court press into a two, three zone, which, which we would never see. From, yeah. I mean, you will see from Syracuse. They'll hit, see they more. hit a shot and get back. 
Yeah. And you might see that from Louisville. You might see a full court press from Louisville. Yeah. But, uh, and from the Wolfpack. I think the Wolfpack should full court press more. But give me – well, we got this going on this week. I know there's one big game tomorrow, Saturday. Actually, it's probably today, today. depending on when I post this. Yeah. Um, there's a big game later today. There's a, ga- there's a game, two games tonight in the ACC that could be big games. Uh, Pitt playing West Virginia. It's just an opportunity for ACC fans to get to see West Virginia play. Uh, you got Navy, who just beat Virginia. Now they're playing Virginia Tech in, like, Navy territory in Annapolis, Maryland. which let's, is Let's get another dub. Yeah. No, uh, I'm just kidding. We got to pull for the <laughs> ACC here. got Coach K playing his, uh, his former – where he used to coach in Army tonight. And, I mean, don't expect Army to come in and beat him. But no. it would just be expect nice to, to see. Expect to see Ben Yeah. Score 30. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh gosh, especially their as as the freshman, it's their first game and uh, it's Coach K's last game, last, last first, first game, last first. It's about to be a whole season a whole of last lot first. of last first for Coach K. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, there's nothing like Cameron Indoor as a freshman. I mean that that especially this week because they play they play Army every year. Yeah. Um, especially well, they're playing. They're having like their little Veterans Weekend. Yeah. Veterans Day. Happy Happy Veterans Day. Yeah. Shout out, shout out all the veterans. Shout out Thank to the you. veterans. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um. Florida State and Florida playing on Sunday. Let's see any other big games. Man, Navy's just playing all the ACC teams because they got Louisville on Monday night. Here's what here's what I want to go back and say this about Duke. Cameron Indoor is going to be different this year. That's all I'm going to say. If you yeah. get a, if you get a ticket to Cameron Indoor, you better laminate that jaunt. You better put it on your wall. Yeah. Those tickets are hard to come by, uh, and for good reason. Uh, as much as I like, it just feels weird saying it as a Carolina fan. But yeah. like, you you got to pay respect where respect is due. It doesn't mean that I still don't see him and see a rat. Yeah. Um. So we need a soundbite of uh, who was it? Um, Reggie Bullock. You did you ever see that? Nah, but at the McDonald's All American nah, game, he was like, they were talking about Duke. And he's like, he looked like a rat, and then he's sitting there with Kendall Marshall and Harrison Barnes, and they just die laughing. And Kendall Marshall's like, I do not like. Support that, <laughs> but yeah, we need that somebody. He looked like a rat. Uh, like a rat. But yeah, you have to, you got to respect Coach K. As much as, like you said, Carolina fans, we hate to say it. And yeah, I hate to say it, but they, I mean, Duke looks like the team. Yeah. And I mean, great, good for them. So as we move forward this week, we got a couple of good games. Yeah. On, well, let me get two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virginia, Houston, Houston, oh, the Final yeah, Four team. That's a big one on. Tuesday night. Tuesday. Tuesday night. And then state and Oklahoma State. Yeah, that'll be a big game. That'll be us. a big game. I think I think that's it. Uh yeah, I mean that's it. There's not a lot yeah. this week. And then hopefully next week we start getting into a little bit more preseason tournaments, which is fun. Next Saturday is gonna be big. Just looking. But we'll highlight that next yeah, we week. We get to talk about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. But welcome to non conference. This is what you get in non conference. Yeah, you get this a bunch is of classic. I mean, this is November basketball. Yeah. Um December tones it up a little bit. December does. But we're about to get into next week. We'll highlight all the um, Thanksgiving tournaments. Yeah, and, we'll, and we'll get we'll get to see. We'll we'll have one more game under everyone's belt, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that I mean that's it for today. I think right. Yeah. Hit it all in the head. Good work, Coach yeah. K. Uh, any other shout outs? Did we miss? I feel like last week we had so many shout outs. Um. Let's see. Uh Duke's playing Campbell. Shout out your guy from Campbell. Hey, shout out Zach, the stat yep. guy. Shout out Macy, my girlfriend, uh, Campbell alumni. She, she got mad at me for, for not, not shouting her out. out, and I was like, "All right, I'll, uh, okay. I'll." Now she has a reason. 
to listen to the whole podcast. Yeah. Because uh, she's right minute, at the end. Minute 33, probably going to be 31. Yep. But, uh, hey, shout out, Macy. Thanks for letting the boy uh, hop on the podcast. Mr. Zachary Winston. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll phone you in. We'll we'll phone you in sometime. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? We'll phone you in next week. I know you'll listen to this whole thing. Uh, text me after you hear this. We'll phone in. We'll phone you in to hear your take on the Duke Campbell game. See if you got tickets. I know you didn't. Um, you had to pay good money for it. But he's trying. So if anybody has Duke Campbell tickets, oh my gosh, another ad just played my ears. Um, Hit me up so I can give them to my friend Zach or so I can sell them myself. Yeah, if you have Duke tickets you don't want, you can just sell yeah, any du- Yeah, that's a good point. Any, If you're listening to this podcast, you have a Duke ticket in the game this season. I don't care who they're playing. I don't care. I'll pay for it. I'll pay. Mm. Will will pay for mine. Nah, that's not true. All right. So just hit us up. We would love to inquire you about Last shout-out. Last shout-out, and then we got we to gotta wrap this up yeah. so we stay under 35. Shout-out to the Wolf Pack. Yeah. Wolfpack Nation, big game against Wake. Usually I'm usually I'm all about Go Deeks because Wesley Grimes, shout out, I got you over there. And then Carter Witt, Jake the Snake. But this week it's all about the pack. Yep. Let's get an ACC championship. Let's see it. Yeah. Be big. So go pack. Go pack. Shout out to Thayer and Drake and Devin and the boys. Go pack. Go heels. Yes. Yeah, go heels, go America. And then your Alabama. Roll time. Roll time. Just kidding. I don't know why I said that the first time. I don't know. Because I'm... Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. That wasn't a good one. Go Tigers. Thank you for listening. Go Tigers. Go Tigers.